0: That was unique. I it was liked a little that. different, wasn't it? It was good. Not sure where that came from. I
1: liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Hey, uh Logan's coming up in the next couple episodes, huh? Woohoo! Yeah. And I think he's he's on the he's on the docket.
0: Back by popular demand. Very popular. We're getting Unreal. Like, loads of emails.
1: He d- When's I mean, Logan coming back. Logan. Like their subject line, Logan. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable.
0: More Logan. Like,
1: I get it. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh what else is going on in your life?
0: Kids back to school. It's full, full fall. Yeah, breaking out the sweaters, pumpkin spice, cinnamon. Are you
1: a pumpkin spice guy? No,
0: no. I, I could be, but I'm like, I, I enjoyed mean, I, the ambiance of that season. Yeah, for but sure. I, I, I don't think I. Yeah, I don't eat anything. You remember the phase spice. I went
1: through every once in a while? I swing by Dunkin' Donuts and I'd get like Gosh. something. I mean, I like
0: blocked that out of my mind.
1: Pumpkin. I mean, I would be like, what's your special? I went through a phase. I was like, I'd come in, you'd be like, what do you got? Like black, raspberry, swirl. Actually, no, they had weird names for them. Like, I don't know. I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Candy, caramel, swirl, macchiato, oh. blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was a weird phase. Very. Ugh. And then I'd be, I mean, not only caffeinated, but sugar high. It's terrible. Anyways, I had sugar the other day. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. (laughs) My heart rate started going 90 miles an hour. Okay. um, Good question from Thomas today about uh, what to do while he's uh, saving for a goal within five years. We talk about this regularly, but the environment's uh, changing before Mm -hmm. our eyes. So, Thomas, what do you got? D-I-Y. Hi Quint and Daniel, big fan of your podcast here. My name is Thomas and I'm in my late 20s living near Washington DC. My question today is in regards to saving up for graduate school. I'm planning to enroll there in the next 2-4 to years and have some money budgeted each month right now which I'd like to contribute to a savings account for future expenses. Given the current market conditions being so rocky, and this is less than 5 years away, I'm weary of opening a 529 account for this purpose. I've read about using Series I bonds, which give a guaranteed interest, which is also tax exempt, when used for higher education. What are your thoughts on using a Series I bonds or any other type of account for saving up for graduate school? Would love to hear your take on this. Thank you. Well, I love it. I love the idea of using Series I bonds exactly uh, as you stated. I, I think that uh, that makes a ton of sense. I'm not, I totally agree a 529, investing in a 529 here. Uh, or any environment that's I I actually got the cart before the horse here. I was actually going to tell you why we brought this question out. But the reality is that uh, uh, I, I bonds, I think you're spot on there. So I'll let Daniel add more color to that. But the reason I brought this question out is we're in an environment right now where the market is doing what it does every few years. This is taking a lot of people by surprise that we're going through such volatile uh, time period. Volatility is just Wall Street gibberish for stocks going lower. But the uniqueness of this situation is everything is going lower. Uh, It's not just stocks. It's been bonds. It's been gold. Pretty much any asset class, not cash, uh, has been going down. And there's really been no place to hide. Now, so many people out there, at least I'm hearing this through the grapevine, are really getting hurt by this because they didn't follow basic principles of finance before they started investing. So, for example, I uh, heard uh, and watched the video of a caller calling into a very popular money show telling the host that the spouse had run up $150,000 in debt day trading Mm -hmm. over the last year. And the debt was not only from a home equity line of credit, but also from credit cards. News flash. That's called gambling. That is called gambling. It is not investing. Gambling is when you are looking to go into an environment and make a quick buck and then move on. Uh, That is not what the stock market is for. And unfortunately, so many people over the last several years, and you could actually make an argument that it's gone on for decades, but the last several years have sort of turned the, the, the markets into this casino. And now, unfortunately, the market has you know reared its ugly head and is going lower. And anybody that did that is, is sort of suffering the, the challenges of what happens when asset prices pull back. Now, that's the reason that we have for years, even during the up markets and the really good markets of the last couple of years, we stayed true with our principle that if you are saving for something for less than five years, investing in the stock market is very dangerous. Could it work out? Yeah. In fact, there's a high probability it will work out to your benefit. But the reality is, is that even if you started doing this a year ago and therefore, you have four years left and it works out for you. Consider the psychological stress that you're going through watching this value go down. And what are you thinking about? What are, what are you thinking about if that is, in fact, the boat you're in? You're thinking about pulling the trigger and saying, forget it. I'm out. Let's just pay off that debt or let's just use that money for whatever it was that we were intending on using it for, even though you're down 20%, 30%, et cetera. That is also why I encourage people before they're investing ancillary money outside of retirement accounts to pay off debt, mortgage excluded. And the reason is, is because the psychological impact of, Of watching stocks in a portfolio go down when you're staring at a fixed monthly payment for something, a car, a student loan, a credit card, it is daunting. And what usually happens, not always, but what usually happens is the pressure gets so great that the individual finally says enough is enough, sells out of the investment, pays off the debt, and does it at a terrible, terrible time. (gasps) Now, even worse is the person that says, oh, my goodness, I shouldn't have done that. Look, the minute I sold it, went right back up. And then they either recommit capital, mistake number two, or they determine that if they would have just held on longer, then they would have been okay. Well, guess what? That becomes a gambler's mindset, and it sets you up for significant long-term pain. The reality is, is that if you follow the basic principles, making sure you have fast cash, three months of emergency fund, paying off your bad debt, et cetera, and then you go into the markets, you are taking it into a much better position or you're putting yourself in a much better position to look at this opportunity. And I didn't didn't mince words there to look at this as an opportunity to invest further capital in great American businesses that are now on sale. What say you, Daniel?
0: Yeah, two to four years from now, um, if I was saving for a goal like that, personally, I'm probably looking at um, treasuries that are yielding 4% right now. Uh, Personally, is is probably what I would do. I-bonds are... Interesting. Uh, They're currently yielding 9.62%. That's until they reset the rate November 1st of 2022. Uh, That's the next time they'll reset and they're on a six month reset cycle. I think the recent calculation looks like they're going to be in the six ish percent, potentially Uh, depends on what the next report comes out for CPI. So that's what you would get for the next six months. But if inflation starts to come in, over the net, uh, sort of following time periods, then that rate is going to go down because the base interest rate on those is zero. However, I'm intrigued to see what Treasury is going to do in November because bonds um, and Treasuries are up now uh, percentage rate wise. I'm wondering if they're going to increase the base percentage rate on those. So question mark there as far as whether or not I would use I bonds, you can only do 10,000 a year on that. Uh, the tax deductibility is for using it for education is good, uh, depending on your tax bracket that may or may not be lucrative but i'd look at the the four percent that you can get right now in the treasury market uh you could pick a maturity that matches when you're going to need the funds and you will get the yield to your maturity what that means is you'll see the the treasury note will fluctuate with the current market interest rates but whatever yield you're buying into at that time you're going to get the the interest between now and then at that yield uh, to maturity, and then you're going to get your principal back uh, at the end of that time. So uh, I like that. If you really wanted to do your homework and venture out, you could potentially look at uh, TIPS, uh, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. They're kind of the right in the middle between a uh, standard U.S. Treasury and an I-bond. Uh, they have an inflation component. They're pricing in inflation at that one to two year mark of uh, 2.25 to 2.4%. So if inflation comes in any more than that over that time period, uh, you'll do better than buying a treasury. If it comes in less over that time period, uh, you'll earn less than if you had bought a treasury. And if we have deflation significantly, you could lose money on those. I think
1: we should do a um, video or something on bonds. People don't know... The difference between yield, yield to maturity,
0: yield mm-hmm. to call. I mean, all those different terms. Yeah. They're, it's, it's a, it sounds like a very complex world for something that's altogether somewhat simple. But, yeah, it's not easy to understand. And they, uh, when you go to buy one or something like that, they don't make it very easy to understand.
1: But it's amazing to me because for however many years... Interest rates have just been going down, which mm-hmm. means bonds of any kind really have just been rising, and you yeah. could buy any—it's kind of like, again, being on any boat, and the, the tide is going up, and you're making money. Uh, but the reality now is that with rising rates— Bond prices inherently are going down as mm-hmm. the rates continue to rise. Now, that doesn't mean that if you own a bond, that if you hold the maturity, you're going to lose money. You, sh- you actually shouldn't, unless you're just in a really crappy bond. But the reality is that you have to understand about what maturity is, what that looks like, what how to not how to calculate because they'll tell you that. Um, but nonetheless, it's something that we should we should consider. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, to piggyback on that, because a lot of people don't know, mm-hmm. where would Thomas go and buy a treasury?
0: Yeah, so you can go to Treasury Direct, which is the same website that you use for I bonds. I don't recommend that because you cannot... S- well, one, it's a cumbersome website, but you cannot sell uh, your treasury there. So if you buy it, you... Must, you can't sell it there? It's not a it's not a marketplace. Ah, buy only. So it's buy only. Um, if So you buy it, you can hold it to maturity, and then you'll get the cash. If you wanted to sell that, then you have to transfer it to a brokerage anyhow. So I say just go to the brokerage, buy it, and then if you needed a, to sell it in a couple months, you can sell it. So a brokerage would be uh, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, T-Trade. Um, TD Ameritrade. Well, TD Ameritrade. I, don't, I guess you could still open accounts there. They are Schwab now. Um, Strava owns them, but I, th- I guess you could still open an account. I, I don't know if Robinhood does I was just gonna ask.
1: I wonder if individual Robinhood does
0: fixed income. Uh, I would imagine maybe if now that there's probably demand for it. Uh, but you go there, you go to the fixed income or bond category. You search for a U.S. Treasury. What you're looking for is a maturity date that matches when you need the money. And the reason that you need to do that uh, is you're getting the yield to maturity. It matures at that time. You then get your cash. Uh, you'll have gotten interest along the way. Uh, If it's something that um, matures in more than one year, uh, you'll get your interest along the way. Uh, But that ensures that you have the principal back. What you are alluding to, Quint, is, uh, or I don't know how to direct that. But anyhow, uh, you are alluding to they move uh, in between the time that you buy it and the time that it matures to mark the price to the current interest rates. So if you buy something for five years, but you're really wanting to sell it in three, you're you know, when three years comes around, if interest rates have moved, you may or may not make money on that. So that's why it's important to line up bonds to the time that you need the money.
1: Yeah, it's really important to understand it. But I will, I will say that if you look at your yield to maturity, it is just YTM. You can mm-hmm. even sort by yield to maturity because you, ironically, there's some that'll be less than the others. Uh, that is what you will get if you hold that to maturity. I can't stress that enough. But the minute you press buy and you see that go into your account you're actually going to be down, you're you're going to immediately see a a loss. And that has to do with accrued interest. Um, And you're going to pay some accrued interest, you're going to get that interest back, but you're going to pay accrued interest uh, to the person who sold that bond to you. So it is a marketplace. And it is something that you have to understand. um, But you kind of, to a degree, you're going to have to trust the process. And again, we're speaking treasuries only. We're not going into the world of corporate bonds. Uh, that's a whole different ball game. But mm-hmm. um, great uh, question. I had no idea we would go there with that. Yeah, this I, is what I,
0: we do I, for our kids' uh, tuition payments. So we have tuition payments that come up over the next couple of years for their school. I thought you just bought Bitcoin. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's a jokey joke, yeah? <laughs> yeah
0: <well. laughs> we, we buy a treasury. Hey, uh, I actually like Bitcoin here. It matures uh Nope. Not a recommendation. Yeah, but let's see I what happens. I don't know if I like it or not. Um, well, because I don't like the dollar. Okay.
1: The world likes the dollar. I'm not sure I like the dollar.
0: Cool. I'm trying
1: to take you there. You don't want to go. That's nope. no problem. Okay. So you buy this if for it your works kids. for your plan. then no, maybe I, I like I the dollar or the Bitcoin. Any.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I but we any. yeah we buy uh, treasuries that uh, match uh, the month before the tuition payments due. and uh, yeah we're not getting a ton of yield, but it ensures that the money's there and we get a little bit of interest along the way. So it's All great. Right.
1: Great question, Thomas. Thanks so much. And good luck in grad school. All Thomas did was send us a question via uh, audio file, probably sent it through his phone to podcast at dot org. That's podcast at dot Hey, we're slowly climbing back up those charts. I looked at the other day. So I really appreciate that. The only way that happens is if you give us a review. So if you have been listening to the show for a while now, and you like what you hear, please do give us a review. It, it, it it means a lot uh, because it, again, helps others to find the show. And, uh, and well, it just, you know, appeases my whatever need to feel wanted, I guess. There's some psychological issues there, probably. All right. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.